It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Luke and Pete Show. It's a Thursday. It's still spicy here in London and beyond. I do hope you keep them well, whether you're a pilot, whether you are a um, church owner. Mouse. You are a... If you're a church mouse, if you are um, uh, a cheesemaker, if you are a candlestick maker, if you are a, butcher. a price, price fighter butcher. Um, a price fighter a dog, butcher? I'll tell you what, you wouldn't yes. mess with that person, would you? You wouldn't because they'd have access to knives and meat. But, to butcher punch. by day, prize fighter by night. That would be such tender steaks because obviously he would practice all of his punching on his on the meat, wouldn't he? Yeah. Like uh Makes like sense. that bloke from that film. <laughs> oh Rocky. Yeah, was there any uh, I, I, I can't remember that film there. really. Yeah, I know. Would that not kind of um did he have like bare knuckles? Either way it's disgusting. He shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah, who's who's is the abattoir that he's been invited invited into? I, I think it was just a chest freezer, wasn't it? It was just a bit of a big freezer that, um, It'd be you know, like God a Ramsey commercial operation, Pete. I'm just asking it's, you. It was, yeah. I've, I'm just, I've just put into, you know, imagine saying that to your boss. I've just put into the freezer to get another big carcass for whatever business we're running, and there's a boxer in there punching it. He's sweating and punching it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Do you not think that they should have been? They shouldn't even have been frozen though, because surely you're just going to hurt your hands. That's not an accurate reflection of what it's like to punch a human. Maybe they weren't frozen. The Maybe I've added that myself. Maybe it was just a cold yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. I was watching a video of a um, like in 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 I think Taiwan, um, a video of you know like in Taiwan and parts of China they do um. They've got like strippers at um, at um, wakes and um, what? and funerals. No, you, I you didn't know, there was that. a bit. There was a there was a piece on this like last year where they sort of said there's a really weird thing where in 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 China and I think Taiwan um, they bring for the dirt, for the dirty old uncles and the granddads they they bring they they, they get um, dancing gogo girls to dance for the dead effectively um, and it's huh. apparently designed just to get people to turn up effectively how i mean i can't think of anything more depressing than that or just disrespectful i just i like a lot of trance music and a woman just dancing around in a bikini thong are you going to um are you going to old man frank's funeral i can't even there'll be strippers there all right yeah i'll make some time i'm coming i like that he's called old man frank when he was old he was old. He was old. Come on. There was no surprise there. Not not a very common Taiwanese name, Frank. <laughs> oh, man, Frank. Well, here in England, I guess, everyone, every every Chinese person in the 70s just gave themselves like a name because we were just so institutionally... We just can't say a foreign name, so we just refuse to. Not even going to bother with that one. I'm calling you Tony. 
you know. I went I went to school with a Chinese kid called Neon, N E O N. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's such it's a badass absolute, name. Absolutely wicked name. I don't. I don't the, yeah. the one regret I've got about that is that he was actually a very good friend of mine to the age of about thirteen or fourteen. I never really fully appreciated or got the best use out of that name. No, it's imagine a brilliant if you name. collect all of like the gases that go inside, like argon. That's in a. Don't you put that in lights? He was a very. He was a very noble man. You love a little bit of noble, noble gas chat, don't you? Yeah, I do. You love it. I don't know why. It, just comes, um, it seems to come up quite a lot. <laughs> Does it? Anyway, finish your story about the um, the strippers at the funerals. Oh well, well it was just uh, there was a big festival for um, uh, um, uh, it was a festival like pigs or something. It was some YouTube channel, uh, and 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 basically there was this um, sort of go go dancer um, in her pants and bra just dancing to some hardcore trance music in front of a big pig, um, celebrating. Um, the you know a good yield for the farmers, a good yield for the pigs. Yeah, yeah. Weird, isn't it? Weird. Yeah, I think that's not something I ever sort of predicted. I'd learn about. It's a bit of a bit of an old thing. Did you? Did you? In another part of the world, Pete, we're heading back to our favourite American state, which is uh, what is our favourite American state? Oh, um, Florida. Correct. A man yes. in Florida has been in the news this week, or actually late last week for reportedly purchasing a brand new Porsche with a check he printed out at home on his computer. Nice. Look, that's fine. That is absolutely fine. It's not fine. Are you arrested? Uh... <laughs> well, it was fine until it wasn't. By the fine, way, this man it? was 42 years old. It's not that that is a, it's a young man's crime. I'm going to check I'm going to print out a check at home and I'm going to buy a Porsche. How old are you? 21 max. 42 <laughs> this guy is. <laughs> um, I think. Oh God! Well, I uh, where I read this kind of guy had uh, he'd done this kind of clever thing where he had um, again. It's probably another podcast, but he had basically got out a loan in the name of a man who owned the dealership. Of a, so this guy owns a dealership. <laughs> a man has come into the dealership and got a loan out in the name of the dealership's man's uh, name, right? Right. So so he turned, he rocks up with this check for a certain amount of money. It sounds like a like Grand Theft really... Auto cheat code. It's incredible. He turns up with a check with like, a, with like a, you know, 40 grand's worth of uh, car uh, wanting to buy. He turns up with a check with the name of the, of the guy in questions, uh, the, 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 the dealership owner uh, name, um, and... And he nearly gets away with it in the dealer because it's just the way the man was acting. The the dealer just was just going, that's just a little bit weird. He's not asking enough questions about the car because if you're going to make a, a big purchase like, yeah. uh, you know, 40 grand. But this guy, instead of writing a check for, like, it's going to bounce or whatever because obviously they can credit check and stuff. This guy just got, um, went to like a payday loan company and got the name, got the name of the, um, got, got the name of the guy who owned the dealership on the actual check if you know what i mean yeah and so got it on his behalf so obviously the check's made out to him he gets some money the guy gets his car. that's an amazing crime but you think what the, a little the, the crime. ID checks should be better than that in the payday loan company come on it's payday loans isn't it mate? payday loans it's the wild west baby it's the wild west. what did the end do just move to the next town no one caught him no, uh, no, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think he got his car. I do not think he got what his car. What always happens in these kind of crimes, and we talked about this before, is that people get too greedy, right? This guy I'm mm. talking about, the Florida guy earlier, he um, he only got caught, I think, because he then went to another place and tried to buy like three Rolexes at a jeweler's. 
Right, okay. And yeah, so what yeah, he's that, doing that's... is he's massively, massively increasing his chances of being caught. Um, and obviously he just got he just got busted. I mean, he said he said um, he admitted to the police that he had been printing the checks out at home. But the way he said it, it was like it was like he'd been doing it for ages. <laughs> so God knows how long well, he's been doing it for. Listen, good good luck to him because I uh, every day of my life since about two months ago, I've been thinking about a check in my bag. Um, uh, I did a voiceover for somebody a little while ago, literally six months ago, and um, I'm fairly certain there's a ticking clock on me. Um, yeah, they only last checking. for six months, I believe. So um, you have to get them to reissue I, I it. May- May even have gone over the limit of uh, how long this this check is uh, is allowed to be cashed for. But I, the HSBC app says that it allows you to um, you know cash the check in 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 the app. But once you take a picture of it, it has to have something on the back. It has a real problem with checks that don't have anything written on the back. So what I did was I wrote blank. On the back. Did you print it out at home? With that that as well. I didn't print it out at home. But every time I think, every couple of days I'll think about this bloody check that I just can't get my life together enough. Uh, to just, just to walk into a HSBC and go, please can I cash this check? Here's the bank account it needs to go into. Here's my fucking card. Here's my ID. Why can't I get my life together enough to just do that, Luke? Answer mm. me that. You, if I, if I had yeah. to put a list together of people who would never get round to cashing a check, you would be at the very top of it, and it wouldn't even be close. <laughs> you would. Yeah. You, 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 I remember I told listeners to this show before, I couldn't even pay you back 200 euros. You wouldn't take it. It took me ages to pay you back. You, you, you <laughs> kept putting sneaking money in my, uh, yeah, in my, I know. In, in my pocket. Um, another story that caught my eye this week is the fact, I don't know, this, is, this kind of spawns a whole new conversation about cultural appropriation which we can have if you want but it's not a reason i'm bringing it to the table um it uh is is that um, a beer brand in canada has unwittingly named um a beer um mm. huru huru right which they thought right. meant feather in the new zealand indigenous language maori um, but it actually mm. means pubic hair so Ooh. they've got a beer uh. called pubic hair. Now that's funny, but should they be using Maori words for fun anyway? They should be double checking what they're up to. I would say. Um, if like you don't when, do it, uh, fucking brew dog will. Well, uh, you remember there was that guy who uh, made because you can make yeast out of you make you can make like what is it starter yeast or something out of anything? Yeah, like you can just any anything that's got any sort of. Um, capacity for growth any kind of not disease what do you call it like a like a like a uh, like a microbe yeah, yeah um, this yeah. guy this, this this sort of master brewer made a um a beer brewed from his own beard hair oh i heard about um, that yeah which which i think is um why would you do that no one, no one wants to drink that no one wants to look at <laughs> the white eyes and go i've just drank your beard Horrible. so so it is quite interesting i've done it before um with my my brother-in-law and my father-in-law it's quite interesting to brew your own beer just to see what it's like and you do mm. get a, a massive yield for the financial outlay. So if you're prepared to wait a decent amount of time, you can get literally like bottles and bottles and bottles of the stuff that you can brew to the strength that you want with the flavor that you want for quite a mm. short, small outlay. So I do understand the the attraction in that. But that geezer doing it out of beard hair, can you imagine anything more achingly right. fashionable than that? <laughs> No, it's not. It's not even fashion. It's just disgusting. Yeah, you don't see like uh, coffee aficionados doing that. The people are sort of working on what to. Well, they do love that coffee bean that goes through that ocelot's digestive system, don't they? 
Oh yeah, uh, monkey. But monkey. Uh, yeah, the and the the, the monkey monkeys. That, um, have you had that? Did they pick them and eat them? I think I have actually. I think I have. Um, it's all right. I mean, you don't think about it, do you? I suppose. I mean, I, I guess like most of the um, most of the. I mean, I, I was in Costa uh, a few weeks ago and I saw a picture of all of the um, beans being dried in the sun, um, and they're just on the floor. And I was like, oh, that's on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, aren't, aren't tea bags like aren't tea bags like just sweepings from the floor of tea leaf factories and stuff? I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But I mean, we're so, we're so naive, aren't we, in the West? Oh no, it's probably fine, isn't it? They probably really thought about this. That's on the floor. <laughs> all of the all of the seeds are on the floor. All of the beans. Oh, gross beans. Um, you, um, and beans. what is your um, what's your current coffee intake? You, do you drink coffee in the afternoons or just in the mornings now? Um, I I'm pretty good with my caffeine to be honest. Couple of couple of uh, cups maximum. And I find a couple of tiskies. Couple of then straight under the tea dogs. I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know why tiskies. I, I when I was um a uh, couple of weekends ago, I was in a, a, a supermarket and I noticed that um the beer company Tubog have mm-hmm. started making uh, a. I think it looks like a continental kind of product, but um. You've started making a bottled beer with the delicious taste of vodka in it. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. What is the point of that? Uh, well, I think they're trying to sort of get on the kind of youthful, um, what's that one that's got tequila in it? That's oh, Desperado. Rank. Desperado. Fucking yeah. rank. Yeah. People really seem to like that. Um, but, yeah, Tubog, who only came back a few years ago. We invited them back into our lives. We've seen them at festivals. They've spent a bit of money to get back on, on with their feet under the table, and they've clearly made a bit of scratch. So now they're trying to get a bit fancy, try to grab hold of the youth market by making a drink. that Because nobody likes the flavour necessarily of vodka. Your best vodkas don't taste of anything. Yeah, so is that the case? So if they're, if they're really well distilled and they're really good quality, they're much smoother. Therefore, the taste yeah. is much more d- diminished. Right? Por- like a beautiful small bottle of Polish vodka, decent Polish vodka from the freezer. Wow, what a, mm. what a like a delicate taste that is. Fantastic. But do you want that in in beer? Yeah, uh, it's called Tuborg Skull, apparently. Skull. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm Skull not. Um, yeah, I'm not about that. It's not for me. That no, not thank you very much. Um, no, listen, thanks. Pete. What we should do is have a quick break, and then while in, while we're in the break, we can help ourselves to a to a tisky, and then when we come back, we'll read some emails because we didn't read that many emails out on Monday because we, we, we read one. We yeah. read one email. <laughs> Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. 
So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And we're back with... Absolutely lashed on tiskies, depending on how long your <laughs> ad breaks were. Um, if you're in a market that uh, uh, we, we've got a bit of uh, sort of uh, advertorial uh, uh, um, action going on, uh, we had five tiskies. Um, if you're in somewhere like, I don't know, China or uh, Bogota, we don't have any kind of commercial officers there, so you probably haven't heard that many adverts. So we are Stone Cold Sober. I'd uh, love to hear from people. Are. Yeah, I'd love to hear from people in China or Bogota. Remember our friend who, um, who bought spiders by accident in China? That's the kind of oh, stuff yeah. we want. What kind of stuff is people, mm. are people buying from uh, by accident in Colombia? You know, it's cocaine. Mm. What? What lot, is? <laughs> but you know what I mean. Lot of. Uh, I mean, if you buy any, uh, if you buy any booze in uh, China, it's invariably um, counterfeit. Got to be very careful. Got to be very careful. That's why um, everybody drinks Taiwanese beer in China because uh, oh, really? can, can can all be trusted. So if you if I if I went to China, I went to a random bar in China and bought I don't know like a bottle of Heineken. It might not be a Heineken. Mm. It, it, it could be it could be literally anything. Yeah, they, they obviously usually go for um, the more spirity side of things. But yeah, a lot of beer is uh, is just um, counterfeit. I mean, I, I mean, I don't have a, a very I, I don't have a very delicate palate, so I probably go yeah, it's fine. It tastes like a tisky to me. Same with um, baby powder. Uh, there was a, there was a big there was a big scandals big scandals in the noise. Yeah, I'm the same about that, Pete. But I'd also quite like to not be blinded. No, exactly, exactly. But that, that, that's why that's why um, baby powder and uh, baby powder in in China isn't uh, used. Um, uh, Chinese baby powder isn't trusted because uh, the supply lines just um, there's just a lot of counterfeit stuff. Like most, you know, Chinese cars are fake. Most like they're just a big counterfeit, like kind of um, counterfeiting or kind of off-brand B-grade stock kicking around. Um, that a lot if you if you there's not a lot of um, breastfeeding that, that goes on in um, middle class families in China, for example. So they um, they they obviously bottle feed uh, and the and and, and, the, and the baby powder they um, they they don't like to use Chinese brands, so that they import quite a lot of it because it's it's the ones that they can trust effectively. Right, I I, I remember I, I remember reading something not that long ago about a completely counterfeit Apple store in some part of China that you wouldn't even be able to tell mm. was counterfeit. Like that to work really yeah. hard to work out that it was actually a counterfeit store because it looked exactly yeah, the same in every conceivable way. Oh, it's, it's fascinating. I, I love stuff like that. I love kind of like how they used to make like fake eggs. Like, <laughs> I there's no I, need to do. Imagine that. how. No, imagine how cheap and 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 easy eggs are to to be made if you could just if you can feed a chicken. You can make it. You feed a hen. You can make an egg. Right. And that's very simple. <laughs> Isn't biology. that your family um, crest? If <laughs> ah, yeah, feed a fucking hen, lay, let it lay an egg. You've got an egg. 
but yeah, the, the, these guys are kind of making like these plasticky eggs that have no nutritional uh, content, but they kind of look and act like eggs. It just seems fascinating that that's even How does an a, egg a act? cottage industry. Um, well, it acts up if you, if you if you leave it alone for too long. I'd love to see Not a dolphin family motto, and it's in Latin. It translates to if you can feed a hen, you can make an egg. <laughs> Feed, uh, feed and then get enough. <laughs> you will get enough. That's uh-huh. enough. Um, listen, yeah. um, just after the break, we did say we do some emails. It's hello at lukeandpeaches.com um, to get in touch. A man yeah. who has got in touch is a man called Tom. Now, this email tickled me, Peter. I think it's going to be right mm. in your wheelhouse as well. All right. But bear with cool. me because it's not entirely for the faint of heart. So if you are eating your lunch or you're eating a delicious pot noodle with some cheese coleslaw in thick. it, put it thick down. You. <laughs> or thick, you've, thick cracked, or real. you've just cracked, cracked into a fake egg, a fried egg, and you're having it on a piece of plastic toast. Uh, put it down now because this <laughs> is a belter. Tom says, good afternoon, Luke and Pete. It's too hot in London for me to do any work. So I thought I'd tell you a story from my childhood that at the time was a laugh, but now I'm older, I'm a little bit ashamed of. <laughs> when I was a kid, have you read this email, Pete? No, no, I Okay, haven't. great. When I was a kid, around 14, my mum would take me and my two siblings down to stay with our grandparents in Dorset, lovely part of the world, Dorset. While there, the three children had to share a room, which was always fun as we just mess around. One time, we'd had quite a lot of sweets before bed and we're all jacked up on sugar. Our gran had already come upstairs twice to tell us to be quiet and she wasn't a woman to mess with. Sadly, we didn't take the warning and she was fuming when she came up a third time to tell us to shut up. As the eldest, (laughs) to show off in front of my younger siblings, I thought it would be funny to pull down my Power Ranger PJs, bend over and aim a fart directly at my gran. What? I, no, never do that. As I strained to get the fart out, I must have strained a bit too hard and a little nugget of poo shot out. <laughs> Rolled across the floor and landed at the feet of my grandmother. Rolled. Cue pandemonium as my siblings lost their shit. Pandemonium. Gra- <laughs> Someone lost their shit. My grand went into a range, rage and I've never seen and I was in the worst trouble of my life. To make matters worse, <laughs> the poo <laughs> left a stain on my grand's carpet for the rest of time. And going back as an adult, I'm always reminded of the time I pooed at my grand. Take care and keep up the good work, Tom. <laughs> The thing is, the original act was foul enough. You know, pulling your pants down and farting at your gran is bad enough. To be honest, I would say rolling a little pebble of poop out, probably less disrespectful. What do you reckon? I think the worst crime is being 14 and wearing Power Rangers PJs. (laughs) 14? That's what he says. 14? Yeah. That seems a little late in the day to be shitting at at your nan. While in dressed as a Power Ranger. <laughs> look, it's a special look, a Power Ranger. Look, it's it's yeah. it's a it's a strange. I mean, really, it's 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 not a nice thing to do at the best of times. But I I almost think the poo makes it less problematic because I... pull it, you, there's no need for you to pull your pants down to fart. No, if, it's true. If, if you'd if you'd have done it with your Power Rangers PJs up, nobody would have not been the wiser apart from you later on. So. Why would you pull your pants down to do a shit and so, so your gran could watch your puckering bum hole undulate? <laughs> He's a little bastard, Tom. 
<laughs> what a little bastard. What kind of kid what, was little... the... what kind of kid are we dealing what with? What little what? bastard. Absolute melt. Little fucking bellend, Tom. Was. I bet he's lovely as an adult, Tom. Thank you very much for listening to Free Man In. But as a kid, you were a shit. Um, Enjoyable. The only kind of contribution I can make on that um, theme <laughs> was I can remember being quite a young kid. I can't remember exactly how young, but quite young. And one of my mates did exactly that, pulled his pants down to fart in front of mm. us all. And I could, we all saw a bit of poo in his bum that got sucked back in again. Uh Oh, oh, what it sort of came out and then yeah. it went back in again, right? Okay. Yeah, I apologise uh, for, little... for telling that story, but it's on message. I, I just had to contribute, but like it is, it was absolutely disgusting. But obviously, at the time, I remember thinking it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. And on that <laughs> note, the same guy, um, it actually, might have been a different guy in the same friendship group when we were a bit older. We um we were all, we all went out to the pub and we stayed at my friend's house, whose parents were away. And um, <laughs> and my mate, we all got back to the house. And my mate was one of my mates was ravenously hungry, so he went straight into the kitchen without turning the light on, and mm. um, stuck his hand in a big bit of chocolate cake and shoved it in his mouth. And it turned out to be dog food. Ah, oh, that's not too bad. Oh, we've it's disgusting! Little, it's absolutely. We've all disgusting. had a little. We've all had a. Little, we've all had a little munch on dog food before, just to see what Have it tastes you? like. Yeah. I've eaten a, like a um, like a venison sausage. That's not dog food. Is it? A... Who feeds a dog that? People who treat their dogs with respect, <laughs> in my opinion. So basically, the dogs around you get fed better than you do. Actually, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, yeah, they're not eating pot noodles with cheese on. I've, I've just finished a book. <laughs> I've just finished a book about um, the Greeley Polar Expedition. I, I shared it on my Instagram. Um, mm. Uh, if you're interested, it's well, like at, last page. at Luke Aaron Moore. Yeah, you can read the whole thing <laughs> that, on there. That yeah. is piracy, mate. Yeah. No, I just shared, shared the cover and said that I've finished it because it's an amazing story. I, I don't want to spoil it for people who, who genuinely don't know the tale because it's well worth a read. The, the book itself is called Labyrinth of Ice. Um, and um, anyway, cut a long story short, they, um, they end up having to survive on these rations because it's late 19th century when um, they're trying to um, explore and chart the polar the far reaches of the arctic mm. circle and stuff so at that point no one's got to the north pole they're they're vying with each other to try and get what they call farthest north and and register how north they've been and at that point no one really knew what was at the north pole but anyway cut a long story short usual story they get cut short because of the weather and they've got rations and i think there's a good amount of them in that expedition who survived I th- I'm fairly certain survived for weeks, if not months, just on the dog biscuits that, that had been fed to the dogs before the dogs died on their expedition. Right. So did they eat the dogs? Um, I don't. I don't think they did actually. I, th- I think what happened. I think what happened was they had to travel back along a certain amount of ice flows. And the right. dogs just wouldn't come with them because it was too dangerous. And a couple of the really loyal ones jumped in the water to try and swim after them, but drowned. So right. they, they, the dogs were kind of it wasn't it wasn't a case of having to eat the dogs, I don't think. But but the um, no. but they had they had the dog. What they would do this is getting a, to this is a bit of a deep dive now. But what they would do is they'd have these things called cairns and caches, which are basically big rock, um, dry stone kind of it's hard to explain really like little mini pyramids that other mm. expeditions would leave supplies and rations and notes in. It was like a kind of Arctic right, okay. postal service. And so yeah. it could save your life if you stumbled across a cairn 
you could get the food. And, and they found all, like a basically a load, a load of dog biscuits in it, basically. But they'd gone mouldy, but they ate them anyway. Eat them anyway. If you find, if look, if you are, so you'd have been loving it, mate. Nowhere. It'd have been like just like being at home for you. First thing, look, I would have brought me on. <laughs> Human food, don't think so, mate. That weird little tin stuff they've got fat in. Anyway, Pete, listen, Tom Poodit is grand. What email have you got there? Um, I got an email from uh, Sean from Whitley Bear. Hello, Sean. Hello, Luke and Pete. Uh, Luke, you mentioned the last show that you were some very naughty basketballers. You were prevented from competing in sport in your final years of school. That is correct. This is a disgrace. You would have been treated better as a prisoner of war, where collective punishment for and individuals uh, for an individual's uh, transgressions is outlawed as a war crime by the Geneva Convention. Oh, right. You should send your local educa- education authority to the Hague, which I would love to see. I'd love to see what let you would write to allow that to happen because yeah. there's, there's cogs of justice to go uh, get get moving. Um, inexplicably, my uh, last email about a handmade uh, Christmas card that my wife received from Tim Allen, Mr. Cut, so I'm hoping this one made it through. It did, Sean. Uh, and also, I uh, have my, my, my previous offer, uh, my offer, my previous offer, so hot in here, my previous offer to become <laughs> the Luke Pete Shaw beer expert still stands. I've been a brewer for the last five years, but a COVID-induced redundancy has forced me to be back on the jobs market. I do my, know my onions when it comes to beer, and as I said before, it'll be another thing to slap on the CV. Sean from Whitley Bear, um, thank you. You can indeed um, join our, 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 our fleet of uh, master brewers, uh, though please do not put any onions in the brew when it comes to actually making them. <laughs> or beard hair. Um, beard hair, onions. Maybe you could possibly put one of those, you know those flowering onions you get in um, American diners where they just kind of yeah. they kind of like do some certain cuts on an onion and then sort of make it explode and then throw it in the deep fat fryer and it looks delicious and they have like a blue cheese sauce. Oh man, I want that. I want that the, now. Um, one of the very best diners, classic diners anywhere in the US is in um, it's a place called Shady Glen in Connecticut, not far where my wife's from where my wife's from. And it's completely preserved, exactly the same as it was, I think, in the fifties. To the point mm. where they only take cash and the um and the um the waiters waiters and waiters are all dressed in a certain way and they do the, the food exactly Everyone's racist. <laughs> it's a really cool place though. It's really interesting. But speaking of the Hague, right? Do you got that's completely past not completely past us by, but like, no. But seriously, do you remember when that guy? I think it was Slobodan Proliak, just drank poison mm. in the um, yeah. morning and killed himself. He had big. He had a big nose like my dad. He looked a bit like my dad when he did look a bit like your dad. Beard actually. out. He, he just kind of like it was very. Um, and and do you remember when that oh, that bloke got he executed his. He, I think he was he was like the the, the personal bodyguard of a political leader or certainly an MP, and he executed him in an art gallery. Oh or something. yeah, Do you remember? It looked like and a, he was it like, looked like a movie, didn't it? Yeah, it really weird. Like the, these sort of little things, and I, obviously, you know, the the the, the shit happening in, in in Belarus at the moment, and these kind of like Eastern European um, leaders, these, these strongman leaders are, are finding it quite hard to be strongman leaders in the age of the internet. Turns out, because um, they're because people can't. You know, can't understand their bullshit. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I just like the. Um, we kind of forgot about that guy who drank. He became a bit of a meme for a bit, didn't he? Apparently, yeah. He basically said, "With disdain, I reject your verdict. I'm not a war criminal." Yeah. Then he drank a load of potassium cyanide, which made his heart stop. Hmm. I mean, look, it's 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 one way to go out, I guess. It's a it's a it's a strong exit, isn't it? It's it's it's, it's not a French exit. It's not a or I think the French call it an English exit, actually. I always call it a French exit, and I think, uh, is that quite jingoistic? Yes, it probably is. But the French call it the English exit, so it's fine. 
I mean, you've, tied, you've tied yourself up in a knot there, and I'm just going to stay out of it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just thought I just for some reason when when um, our lovely emailer Sean mentioned um, the International Criminal Court at the Hague, it just made me think of Den Haag. Um, I don't think put next to that my year ten and eleven football team not being able to play due to the uh, um, transgressions of the basketball team would. I mean, it's not really a priority case, is it? Well, I don't think the PE teacher will have access to that cyanide, so there's no. So he will, he or she will see um, the inside of a, a cell. You'd imagine. I don't think it was taken at PE teacher level that decision. I think it was much higher, kind of deputy head <laughs> slash head level. Oh right, the, right. I think okay, the PE well, teacher definitely. was just a puppet. <laughs> Being propped up, <laughs> the puppet, a puppet regime. <laughs> it was actually oh, the, yeah, our, yeah. our PE teacher at the time was. We first of all had Mr. Tambini, and then we had Mr. Oh, I want to say Mr. Mr. Worthington, but I don't think that's right. But either way, they were both really sound, and I used to like them mm. both. So um, I don't think they would have passed down such a savage and cruel and unusual punishment to us. I think it was taken at a higher level, and that person no. was just used as the conduit. Um, very, very dark day in the the the, the, uh, the history of Broom Park Community School. Yeah, I always sort of think the um, the the um, PE teachers. I think every PE teacher I've ever had has, has, has invariably been a little bit out of shape. And you're like, what what are you teaching us here? Yeah. Why can't you? Not an example, that's for sure. Well, I bet I bet they were probably about my age now. I bet they were probably about thirty eight, thirty nine, and and I reckon and my PE teachers were like much them. younger than that. You know, I reckon they were not their mid twenties. Oh yeah, well it was time. one. Well, there was one beautiful man who turned up and he taught and he taught rugby because he'd clearly gone to a decent school and he yeah. um, was really good looking and all the girls fancied him and he, and he and he instead of making us play football, which I enjoyed, he made us play fucking rugby. Boring. Yeah. A man, of your, a boy of your size with asthma is going to get pounded doing rugby. I'm good. I, I'm all right. I can, I can keep my end of the bargain now when it comes to running running up to wing. But if somebody catches me, I will cry. <laughs> we had a PT at one point who, at the same time, was a midfield player for Gosport Borough, our local non-league team. So he used to go watch it, watch them at the weekend. That's decent. Sometime. Yeah, I know. So he was obviously a very impressive young yeah. man. Don't know what he's doing now. Who knows? Um, listen, let's get out of here, Pete. That's give enough a, for us. Give this him week. a ring. Yeah, I'll Ask give him a call. for a drink. If you're listening, uh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Wellington, that was his name. If you're listening, Mr. Wellington, mm. hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. Get in touch. He's probably a pilot by now. Um, <laughs> get in touch and we'll see you guys on Monday. Do let us know all of your beautiful and interesting stories about things we've talked about this week, not just today, but on Monday as well. And we look forward to hearing from you. Have a lovely weekend. Make the most of the nice weather. And we'll speak to you again soon. Say goodbye, Peter. I'm off for a cold shower. And it's goodbye from me as well. Not because it's hot, it's because I'm horny. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
And keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Shop your new summertime closet staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com with promo code WA23. The Euros are just around the corner. And if you're excited about the festival of football that's to come, make sure you're listening to On the Continent across this summer's European Championships. Join me, Andy Brassel, Dot Nadabio, and a host of other expert European football journalists for everything you need to know about one of the most eagerly anticipated summer tournaments in ages. We'll have shows dedicated to answering your burning questions, a breakdown of the potential winners from all over the continent, and we'll be reacting to the biggest matches as soon as they happen. It's a European football summer, and we've got everything you need. Search On The Continent in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Frank de Boer speelt the ball. Heel goed naar Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp let the ball aan. Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp. 